नमस्ते सच्चाकाल सात बजकर तीन मिनट ट्यूसडे का दिन दैट मीन्स इट्स टाइम टू स्टार्ट कैंडिड कॉन्वर्सेशन विद रेनू डिलन जी हाँ दोस्तों दिस शो इज ब्रॉट यू बाय जीनियस किड्स एंड वी आर हियर एवरी ट्यूसडे सेवन टू सेवन थर्टी एंड वी टॉक अबाउट थिंग्स दट जेनली डोंट गेट टॉक ऑन द रेडियो वी आर ऑल्सो लाइव ऑन फेसबुक सो डोंट फोर गेट टू गो टू कैंडिड कॉन्वर्सेशन विद रेनू डिलन वी आर लाइव देयर सो यू कैन सी आर यू कैन ज्वाइन अस इन द कॉन्वर्सेशन विच इज सुपर डूपर इंटरेस्टिंग टूडे एंड वी हैव टू लवली गेस्ट वुल बी ज्वाइनिंग आस बट बिफोर वी गेट स्टार्ट विद दैट लिमिट रिमाइंड you the show is brought to you by genius kids if you have any child care needs whether they're infants toddlers preschool pre k kinder or after care care after school care needs then all you have to do is go check out geniuskidsonline.com because they've got 38 centers across bayria tracy and sacramento with that let me welcome reenu who's the ceo and founder of genius kids to the show hello and welcome Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing really good. However, before we begin the show, I do want to uh, mention that it was very sad um to read that Scott Chan, the physics teacher from American High School, and his 26-year-old daughter passed away in the boat accident, the fire accident yesterday. So, Aww. very sorry to the families out there, especially uh, if he's a Fremont teacher and I believe he'd been at American High School for a long time. So, not such a happy Tuesday for R. a lot of people, but anyway, Yeah. Praise God to the family. All right. So, Renu, generally, I'm a Bayria parent, and when I meet other, you know, like-minded parents, we always share about, you know, what the school should do, what they don't do, and I, we always hear the parents' side of the story, and right. so does my, so do my listeners, I'm sure. So today we're going to be talking about a topic where it's important to talk about the school's perspective, and Correct. we all also have the expert perspective. Absolutely. So, without further ado, why don't you tell us what are we going to talk about? Well, I want to talk about something that I'm not sure if other daycares or preschools experiences, but I can only tell you. our experiences as genius kids and our franchisees is the fact that i probably spend at least once a month if not more having an argument with the parent because they insist that it's okay for their kids to come to school with head lice and you know i i'm just shocked to even have this conversation because it's kind of obvious that anything contagious you should not be bringing your child to school and there are a lot of contagious things out there flu and i mean all kinds of stuff right, right? right. but when we talk about head lice uh, so chickenpox measles it's the obvious your kid has chickenpox you don't take them to school your kids have measles you don't take them to school that's contagious so i'm not sure why head lice is considered acceptable and it's shocking because i seriously um I want to hide under a table when I have to have a conversation with a parent about it because it always ends up with us getting yelled at and screamed at because we get into this whole argument about well the, the eggs are dead. Well who cares if they're dead or alive? The fact that they're crawling and walking all over the head, I don't even want them in the dead or alive <laughs> in the school. So I thought why not address this topic? School year started today at uh, you know uh, last week in Fremont right. and officially a lot of daycares started their school year today. And initially it was going to be you and I talking about that yeah. <laughs> and having a comedy show about it. I was going to share my horrific experiences, but instead I managed to find these wonderful ladies I've been trying to reach and thankfully they responded. Thank you Facebook. Are <laughs> oh, you part um, of Facebook? <laughs> yes, thank you for having us. In actual fact I refer a lot of people to them. So I said, you yeah, know, I'm excited. referring a lot of students. Let me just get them on on air. So we have actually with us two beautiful young ladies and uh, and then one mommy is missing here, but she sent to her representatives. So Life Clinics of America Fremont and Castro Valley they're owned by Michelle who's not here and then Cynthia who's Michelle's daughter and Sandy so Cynthia and Sandy they're all partners and uh they have an amazing team they've been serving families uh, dealing with life for nearly 5 years and I can vouch for that because literally um 
all the parents that I've referred have come back very successful and very happy with the treatment. But they were just asking me outside, how, how, how much time do I have to convince them to get to the clinic? That's another story. <laughs> but when they do get them, the but when they come back, it's wonderful. And uh, they have a treatment that's a revolutionary FDA cleared heated air device that kills lice in a single treatment rather than all those over-the-counter shampoos. So rather than me spend any more time, I wanted them to come on air, educate us on this, these little creepy crawlies and why they shouldn't be brought anywhere, including a, including a radius in the gate. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to sanitize the whole place and learn from you yeah. how to not <laughs> get, get Actually, it was funny when I said to them that they have to wear headphones. They just looked at me and said, have you checked the headphones? And I said, well, you can do a quick check when you go inside. But anyway, <laughs> Cynthia and Sandy, thank you very much and welcome to uh, Candid Conversations. Thank you for having us. Yes, no, thank, thank you. you. So my, my first question is, um, you know, a lot of people think it's okay to have head lice. They think it's not a big deal and they think these shampoos are going to work. And I know at least 20, 25 years ago when my kids were going to school and unfortunately it is, you know, it, you know, a lot of people think, oh, if I tell anyone I've got head lice, it's considered dirty. Exactly. That's the first concern. So I don't want to tell anyone and I don't want to go anywhere. But I remember my kids getting it from school myself and I, you know, taking them to these shampoos. It took me, I don't know how many times I had to buy these shampoos and then sit and comb them out. That doesn't work anymore and I'm sure it's because the lice also develop, you know, resistance. the resistance. So if you could educate us on, first of all, you know, how contagious is head lice? Because a lot of people think it's not a big deal. Sandy. So, <laughs> you know, lice, like the cold, it's just going to get passed around, you know, fairly quickly. But, you know, in the beginning, it's going to be harder to find, right? But at a certain point, it's just going to multiply so fast, right? And so it really only takes that one to get on to the next person to have an outbreak at school and then I'll just keep on going. So when you get this going. it's a mom is it the mommy knit? We yeah. get into the so the mommy knit gets into the oh, hair. Mommy bug. The mommy, mommy bug. Oh, mommy okay. Bug. So we yeah, call it the mommy bug. It yeah. gets into the hair. Um how quickly can mommy bug uh you know produce eggs? Because you'll see that some kids will just suddenly go from the mommy to hundreds and thousands of eggs in the head. So how quickly does that happen over time? Cynthia. So they can, like, well, it depends how old they are, right? So when they once they come on to your head, okay. you know, if it's ready to go, it can uh, lay eggs and then, you so know. Typically, so you can be pregnant. The mommy bug can be pregnant. Oh, I see. Lay the eggs. Come to, okay, so mommy bug can, can be pregnant, so that takes time. But if she's already, she's going to knock fertilize, ready to go. Fertilized yeah. and fertilized ready okay. to so go. So what's the, li the life cycle? Is a week long or you'd, you'd say 10? I mean, from the egg to a bigger bug, how long does it take? A Once week? the egg is hatched, it's going to take about 7 to 10 days um, for it. Uh, so it uh, the egg will be 7 to 10 days for it to hatch, right? Mm -hmm. And then those eggs will just mature, and then they start to mate, and then they'll hatch more eggs. And so they live up to about a month. Okay. And, and they'll just like And they lay about twice a day. Wow. Wow. Okay. And how many per time? Ten? Ten eggs a day. So, so they're just like one. So, right, when we do head checks, we find one, then you know that there's going to be more. And you find so, but eggs. let me ask you so all the eggs are able to produce more eggs? Are they all mummies that are being laid? No, so they have to mate. Okay. So they're so boys they and yeah, boys yeah, and girls. Yeah, yeah. okay. It's the same thing. Same yeah, we're just checking. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, you know, they're but not asexual, they have okay. to mate. All right. Um, okay. So, so the, uh, when does that itching start? Because, you know, we sometimes, no, we no, generally notice when the kid is really itching, and sometimes you'll notice when they come in and there's all these little white things in the hair, and then you say, well, let me do a check. Because then the, uh, the argument comes that that's dandruff. 
Oh, it's no. not, yeah. So, We've never heard that before. Yeah. So when does that, is it when the itching starts is when you know that it's a problem or are there any early signs? So itching, so you'll start to itch a lot more when you have a lot more bugs on your hair. What causes us to itch is when they bite us. When they bite us, they leave behind saliva, and we're allergic to the saliva. Mm. So the more bites we get, we'll start to itch more. Okay. But in the beginning, you're not going to really itch that much because it's only a few. Oh, so are you saying bites. that by the time we itch, it's already too late? Yeah. yeah. But you know what? You want to be itchy, right? Because yeah. some people don't get itchy, and then you come in, you have a whole head full of bugs because you had no idea. Right. So some people will say, I can't believe I have it. I'm not even itchy. Like, not even everybody gets itchy. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like, you, you would rather get itchy than not. Right. Um, so going back, right, who started it? Like, how does it even come? I mean, spreading is one thing, but, I mean, are there hair, a certain the, kind the of history, hair? The history of it? Could be, yeah. So, like, nobody really knows, but they've found evidence of lice in mummies. Like, um, when they open the tombs. Hmm. Yeah. Oh. But nobody really oh, actually wow. knows okay. the history of it. Okay. So, but is it related to a, some oily hair, dry hair, moist hair? Or s- what triggers it? Dirty hair. No, not no, dirty not hair. Dirty the opposite. Hair. Right? opposite. Right. So, like, back yeah. in the days, all that stigma, all the taboo that used to be, people don't want to talk about it, is because you're dirty. You don't clean, you don't shower, you, you know, mm-hmm. your hygiene is bad. Now there's a lot more information, and we know that it has nothing to do with hygiene, and there's even some studies that say they like cleaner hair. Right. Oh. But people come in, and because of all that old information, they'll still find, you know, they'll feel the need to tell you, we shower all the time, we clean the house so much, our house is immaculate, and we're always like, it has nothing to do with hygiene. Okay. You know, it, they like cleaner hair, but, you know, it, it's all that old information that people are still using, mm-hmm. and that's, it sticks with them, right? Mm-hmm. But where our, what we try to do, too, is try to change the conversation. Talk about it. Otherwise, it's just going to keep on being a secret. It's keep on going to be a problem, and it's just you know, we we part of like what our goal too when a client comes in is like we want to change the conversation. It's not that big of a deal. Just deal with it. Let your friends know. Move on. You know. And I think it's important to let your friends know because if your child has had lice, um, just like you have chicken box and measles, you want to make sure that you tell somebody else, you know what, just check your kid because my kid has got it. But again, they don't want to do that because the impression is, well, oh my God, you you gave my kid lice, right? But um, going back to the um, the lice, so how does it spread? I mean, I've, I've heard all kinds of things and Google says all kinds of oh, things. Google. So lice can jump, right? Can they yeah. jump or is it only head contact? They can't jump or fly. Okay. Their body is not made okay. to do that. So how do kids get it in school when they're not even touching each other? You'd be surprised how much contact you actually have. So mostly head-to-head contact in the house, like if you're sharing brushes, combs, things like that, it's, it spreads really easily. Like even like kids, like when they come into our clinic, they take out their hair tie. I've seen bugs on the hair tie. Wow. You know? And so combs, just think about... Uh, all the stuff that comes in contact with your head, you put down and the next person grabs. Um, mostly head-to-head contact, but, I mean, it, it's just, it could be whatever touches your head and the next person touches it. Because right. um, they don't die right away after the bugs come off, but uh, they'll be looking for a food source right away. So, you know, if they're off of the head, they're going to be looking for somewhere to go. Um and so. when you treat a child, then you have to actually treat the whole family. If you treat one person, because generally it's, if everybody's living in the same household, they're obviously sitting on the same couch or uh, the bed, brushes. Yes? So when, let's say, if a child comes in, 
Do you treat mommy and daddy too? Uh, we don't treat them unless they have it. This is our okay. number one thing. Okay. We highly, highly encourage everybody in the household to get checked. Um, mm-hmm. Just because, I mean, your environment and the, everything around you is so hard to control, right? But at least within the house, you know, you can only do the best you can. Right. Um, we have people who, within families, refuse to get checked. Mom yeah. or dad's like, I don't have it. I don't need to. Just mm-hmm. treat my kid. Move on. And then they'll be mad couple months later they find out you know that they have it again we're like please just get checked please and then they finally get checked turns out mom had it the whole time you know and so that's really big for us and my thing is that um we can't force you but we really really encourage you to get checked um and if you get and if you do have it get treated but we're not going to treat you unless you have it all right. So let me list, uh, remind our listeners, you're listening to Candid Conversations with Renu Dillon. The show is brought to you by Genius Kids. And we, today we're talking about headlines and we've got experts who can help us. So a uh, question, once you treat the you know household, what other than just treating the child? I mean, cleaning or what, what do you have to do when you go home? Yeah. At home. So you'd be surprised. The cleaning now um, is really what I, we would call like common sense cleaning, right? So if there's any bugs on the ground or on the couch... Uh, it has to make its way up to your head to be a problem. Mm-hmm. So bugs need to be on your head to make a life for itself. So what we tell them to do, just vacuum real quick. Um, you can use like a lint roller. We're a huge fan of lint rollers. Um, nice. Put a sheet on your couch. Um, or you can actually even desert the room or the area for 48 hours because they can't live for more than 48 hours mm, okay. uh, without a human host. All right. Okay. So you can work backwards 48 hours and then forward 48 hours just don't come in contact with it. So basically go for a treatment with you and take a vacation for two days. Yeah, <laughs> come back. So right. that goes on the next, next thing. Yeah, we've and the vacation is not genius kids. <laughs> <laughs> we've had a couple of families who sitting on the uh, uh, treatment chair looked up hotels uh-huh. um, to go for a couple of days because they just don't want to deal with the cleaning. Right, right. And right. that works too. It okay. works. Okay. So, so basically at least 48 hours and if it, yeah. the bug can't find a head, it needs a head to yeah. survive. It okay. needs a head to survive. Okay. Right. Right. So then going back to the school situation, mm-hmm. right? why are parents and especially Indian parents so... I didn't want to say that, but you I said, said it, it for I me. I said Thank the you. word. Yeah. yeah. I, why are they, they so averse and what, what kind of conversations do you have? The conversations I've had, oh, I've been abused. I mean, it's, people have written nonsense on Yelp about me. I mean, one guy wrote this whole essay. So his story was... Oh, and about it. He, his kid came in, she was riddled with it. It was all over. And, you know, he told her to, to come to school and make sure you don't tell your teachers. Well, whenever you tell a kid that, what are they going to do? They're going to tell the teachers. Teacher. So she yeah. walked in and she says, I want everyone to know I got those things in my hair. <laughs> so naturally, we checked. They were all over the place. She had come back after a week vacation. So we called up and said she has to go home. Of course, they didn't pick up for two hours. I had to isolate her in my office. You know, which makes me also uncomfortable because I'm also sitting there thinking this is the last thing I need. <laughs> anyway, he came and we explained it and he said, the comment I got from him was, well, why are you so worried? Half of India has it. <laughs> so I said, really? Half of India? I said, so you're an expert on these statistics to give me that response. And I said, well, that's wonderful, but we're not worried about half of India right now. We're <laughs> only worried about you and your child. And I said, he says, well, I'm not doing anything to her. You, you, go, you gave her lice. And I said... That's another thing. They get into argument, where did you get this from? Who cares? The fact is, she got it. He said, well, if you got it, it came from your school. I want you to pay for the cleaning. So that's another ridiculous argument. Anyway, I guess he took her home and he bought shampoos and she cried. He didn't do anything. He brought her back the next day. 
So we said, no, he can't do it. So we sent her back, and I believe he did come to your clinic, and she didn't want to get it done. And like you said, you couldn't force her. So he kept her home for a day. Then he sent her back, and her hair was cut in the... She looked <laughs> wacko. So he cut wherever they, he yeah, thought there was lice, he cut the child's hair. And she came in wearing a cap, very embarrassed to take it off. And, when, and she cried, and we don't allow caps in the classroom. So when you took it off, there were still lice. So then I called him up and I said, okay, this is not acceptable because this is clearly, you're abusing the child. Come on. I mean, why would you do that to a child? And uh, he came in screaming and shouting and never heard the end of it. Of course, withdrew his kid from school, which is fine. He, he didn't want to tweet it. And then he wrote this beautiful long essay on Yelp saying that um, I didn't allow a child with an infection to the school and he's going to find an American-owned school where they will accept Indian kids with infection because Renu doesn't want to do it. You know, I'm not even going to respond to something ridiculous like that. I did, but due to the fact that I have to maintain confidentiality, I can't write who the moron was. You know, of course, they use fake names. But it really made my <laughs> blood boil because everybody in my school, we have infants, we have toddlers, teachers, we're all exposed to this. And, you know, you can't embarrass the child. So when you, she's asking you, why am I sitting alone and not in the classroom? Come pick her up quickly and treat her. You know, we can't sit here and tell her you got bugs and nits in your hair, but you just have to tell her, unfortunately, honey, you can't go back in the class. Parents don't understand what they put the kids through. And these kids, other kids find out and they're itching. And the, the sad thing is they're so uncomfortable. So ladies, going back to you, when they come to you, do they come? I know we refer a lot of people to you. Do they come reluctantly or do people come to you out of desperation? Do, you come, do they come to you when they've, they've just... They've exhausted all the shampoos in the world. Um, um, so we have people on uh, both sides of the spectrum. But really, going really quick, uh, back to what you're saying about blaming the schools. Yeah. We hear that a lot. Yes. So I just want to share a story. Like, we get a lot of calls. Parents are like, I've been doing at-home treatments, um, and it keeps coming back, right? But really, it's never truly gone away. And then it's like, I don't know what's happening. The school's not taking care of it. But when, you know... I just want to tell them, I was like, you know, you're the problem. You're the one bringing it back. It's not the school. It's, you know, and we hear that a lot. You know, people want to blame the school and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, I we're required know. to inform parents. Yeah. Even when one child has it, we have to send an email out telling all the parents that this has happened and check all the yeah. kids, you know. So they want to, people want to blame uh, right. when it comes to life, too, because, because of the stigma. Um, right. So, um, Reno, is there a guideline that if this is found, this a a a, yeah, 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 there's a whole guideline. We've got a whole guideline in it. I mean, our parent handbook has gone from five pages to 137 pages. <laughs> there's always asterisks I have for to, everything. Yeah, right? I have to state the obvious. And uh, I clearly say, tell them now, you can try the shampoos, but to be honest with you, like anything, just like, you know, flu is resistant and so many other infections are resistant to stuff, so is lice. So why not just go and get this effective treatment, head lice, you know, the heat treatment that's going to work? And whoever has done it Needs has been mind. very thankful, yes. yes. Right. yes. Because, so, you like, know, the cleaning you do, uh, they do at home. We have to do it in the school. It's a nightmare. You do it for them. No, we have, in our classroom. Oh, the cleaning. Know the, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's a nightmare. We can't not use the classroom for 48 hours. So we have to go in there, disinfect everything, clean everything, vacuum. That's a lot of work for us to do if somebody's going to keep bringing the kid back. Yeah, so, like, um, the families that we have, they're, like, on different sides of the spectrum, right? So then uh, we have the families who find it, call us right away, mm -hmm. and that's ideal situation or ideal results is that come in, only one kid has it, everybody else is good, one treatment, you're good to go. Uh, then we have the other families that spend months and months trying to treat it, you know, buying a box kit every few weeks, treating everybody, and then eventually has given up and they call us 
and then by that point, everybody in the family has it. They have to pay for everybody to get treated, and but and they also spread it to other people in school. You know, mm-hmm. right. so um, we've had people who are you know really upset coming in, and other people are super grateful that we're here. Um, Everybody's different, and but you know people are fun to talk to. So, uh, sorry, <laughs> so don't you worry about getting it yourself when you're treating them? Yeah, I mean we had to be careful too. Yeah, so, so we know where we know where to get treated. Do you know? Do you have any headgear that you wear or anything? Because I've noticed you have hair, so <laughs> and lovely hair. Too yeah. That. So do you guys wear anything special to make sure you don't get it or? Yeah, so we uh, we cover ourselves, um, mm-hmm. but it's always going to be at risk, right? We're always around it. Um, so, and then we had to do we had to do a lot of prevention too. Right. You know, the and same then thing, you same uh, thing we preach to them. We had to do it too, especially yeah. since we're around it a right. lot. Right. And then you have each other in case one person. Yeah, like check, right? check each other yeah. Yeah. every day. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> so my question is: Is this seasonal, Sandy? Is it seasonal? <laughs> Is it uh, special doing some? Sandy's yeah. shy. We need to get no, no, no that's Sandy. Sandy. I want Sandy. That's Sandy. Yeah, that's no, Sandy. Cynthia. 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 Sandy. We have yeah, to have you speak now. You can't hide behind that microphone. Come forward. Um, is Cynthia this? Cynthia so wine. Okay. Is this? Uh, wine. Is this more during so summer or winter or all year round? So it's all year round basically. But during certain times of the years, we'll see that people get them from like the same places, right? So mm-hmm. the summer will be mostly summer counts. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see a spike when they come back from winter break mm. um, or, or like the end of summer I gotta get my kid treated they're about to go to school right mm. they've been dealing with this all summer um, wow so it's but it's year round day to day our schedules are always different but overall everybody's dealing with it doesn't matter the time of the year right but is there a milder variety because you do hear parents who are like oh I took them you know bought this off of Amazon and it worked and never came back and somebody just trimmed the hair and it never came back um, what do you have to say to that some people may not even have it, and then they think they do. But um, really, if you're doing anything at home, it comes down to the combing. you got to comb it all out. Mm-hmm. And it, so we can't, like, and we have no way of saying uh, how well you comb. But it's like nothing else will kill the nits except for the heat or combing it out. Um, right. So, like, if you see a knit um, at your school and they hadn't done the heat treatment, you know, you can just assume that they're viable. A lot of people think like, oh, uh, I did the treatment, everything's dead though, everything's mm-hmm. dead. Yeah. You know? But that's another argument. I have parents come in and say, well, look, they're dead. And I but look at know. them and say, we're not experts. I'm not yeah. going to sit here and look at them. And mm-hmm. It reminds me of the two monkeys, you know, when you <laughs> take out the nits. I'm going to sit there and do that and de- decide whether it's dead. But I do remember many years ago at our school, they would take it out and they'd press it between the nails okay, and, right? and pop it. Yeah. And if you hear it click, then you know that they're alive. Yeah. But that's a ridiculous way of doing it. So even popping right now at this point like is not indicative yeah. of whether or not it's dead or alive. Yeah. So popping because uh, even after our treatment, some people call and they'll say uh, they'll say that it's popping still, but it doesn't mean anything. Okay. So it's not indicative of anything. So Renu, from the school point of view, what is your guideline as to how, after how many days do you think do you permit people back? Do you really go and check people's hair? What well, I want uh, we want you to be completely free of nits, eggs, mummies, daddies, everything. We don't want any creepy crawlies in your head. But no, then who certifies the hair? We, uh, till we, when they come, the child comes back, yeah. And now nowadays, actually, I tell parents, you know, I'd like you to go to this place, and uh, and then most of them is 
I would say so far a lot of them have been very good. They come back with the you know uh, the receipt or whatever, saying, "Look, I did go." And then we watch them regularly. And we okay. check the other kids regularly, just like we check the nails and stuff. Yeah. But I've noticed, of course, it's especially during summer. But I just feel that you know, instead of parents just arguing about it, and I hope you're all listening, especially the one who wrote about me. Um, I hope you're listening. Hey. That you know, this is not. It's not about where did it come from. The child suffers. I'm talking about kids and right. adults. But the ch- kids suffer. They sit there. They itch. They know they have something in their hair. I mean, many of them do, and they tell you. And the mummies and daddies know, and they tell the kids. But you say, don't get tell the school. Remember, your kids are our best friends. They're going to come and tell us everything. Right. So um, treat it. And you have the experts here. Spend that money. Get it treated. Because if you try shampoos, at the end of the day, what a tra- average treatment cost? What like a hundred bucks? It's 185. 185. One time treatment. Yeah. And you're good to go. And you're but good one time, go. one person, and if it multiplies, all of you have it, do then the math. cost more. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's math. why when you find it, come right. in right away. Hopefully, it's just one person. Would you yeah. say you treat more uh, boys or girls or girls because the hair is more, if you think more girls come to you, girl children? Well, uh, just if you have hair, you're, you're at risk, yeah. right? I but see. with longer hair, you just it's just a longer bridge for it to transfer. So okay. we do see girls okay. more. Um and dads tend to be the last to get it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's like my it. last question. If you're bald, you're okay. You're if you're shiny, big, bald, you're okay. You're okay. You're, you're in so the nits can't go anywhere else on the body, only the head. Uh, so there's three Ty- types of lice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So we have head lice, yeah. body lice, and then feet, right. crabs, feet. Crabs. <laughs> All right. Wow. Well, ladies, we're almost at the end of our show, but thank you so much. And a quick uh, mention, if you have a website, if you can give that out so people know how to reach you. Yeah, uh, liceclinicsfremont.com and liceclinicscastrovalley.com. Excellent. And yeah. thank you so much for coming on our show. It was thank so interesting. So much, we have to come back, follow up to learn more about yeah, uh, the event. We want to hear your stories. Oh, right. my God. I, I need a, my, many shows for that one. Oh, and, my God. And you guys are on Yelp. We can just yeah. Yelp you with Life Clinic. We don't Fremont. like Yelp. Yelp is nonsense because all Yelp does is it just encourages Yelp is nasty stuff. Yeah. yeah. It, uh, that's okay. all it is. Google and we can yeah. find you, right? Call them all up, right. ladies. Beautiful ladies, yes. And uh, especially as Indians, we have long hair, right? Protect your nice long hair. Absolutely. All those, that tail tool. Yeah. Stuff doesn't help if Beautiful. you don't have nits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The oil doesn't Thank work. you yeah. so much for joining us. It was great to have you, and hopefully next time you will not be so shy. <laughs> and Seb, I hope you're listening. You've been asking me to do the show. I finally did it. <laughs> it's a fun fact. You know, Genius Kids is all about public speaking and all that. So. <laughs> You gotta train on. So we've got to train Sandy yeah, about Sandy, it. Yeah, Sandy, Sandy. But thank you, Sandy and uh, thank Cynthia. You and, of course, thank you to Michelle as well for providing such a great service. To me, this is a community service. You know, it's you're doing nice. a great job. Yeah. Yeah, we had a good time. This is fun. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you so much. So that's a wrap. We will see you next week, yeah, and hopefully you. you're coming. Yes, we have a bo- we have a booth, and we are performing on Sunday. So looking forward to the Ganesh. Wow, festival. what time Sunday? Uh, Sunday four o'clock. We have a I will be emceeing you. Oh, you. Are you emceeing? All right, absolutely. Perfect. All right, thank you. You are listening to Candid Conversations with Dana Dillon. We will be back next Tuesday. Stay tuned to Radio Zindagi.